Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. <clears throat> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we had a very interesting day yesterday. Um, Lord, let me to re, uh, read some of what we had written uh, the day before. Uh, because some things needed to be said. <laughs> you know how that is. When the Lord leads you to say certain things. So today um, we're going to pray first uh, and ask Father to lead us again today, Lord, in your word. Bless this word and help us to understand it, Father. And we ask, Almighty God, that you place in us what we need, Father so that we can be a beacon, a light to others to help them come this way as well. Father, we ask, Almighty God, that you be in this word today and lead us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. 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 Okay, uh, let's start at Jeremiah 35. The word which came unto Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of jo Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Go into the house of, Rec uh, of Rechabites. Rechabites. Re Rechabites. Rechabites. And speak unto them. And bring them into the house of the Lord, into one of the chambers, and give them wine and drink. Then I took Jeazanah, the son of Jeremiah, the son of Hab Habazinah, and his brethren, and all his sons, and the whole house of Rechabites. And I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the chambers of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdaliah, a man of God, which was by the chambers of the princes, which was above the chambers of Mazanah, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the door. And I set before the sons of the house of Rech, Rechabites, pots full of wine and cups. And I said unto them, Drink ye wine. But they said, We will drink no wine. For Jonabab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, saying, Ye shall drink no wine, whether ye nor your sons forever. Neither shall ye build house nor sow seed, nor plant vineyards, nor have, have any. But all your days ye shall dwell in tents, that ye may live many days in the land where ye be strangers. Thus have we obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that have charged us, to drink no wine all our days, we, our wives, our sons, nor our daughters. 
nor to build houses for us to dwell in. Neither have we vineyards, nor fields, nor seed. But we have dwelt in tents and have obeyed and done according to all that Jonadab, our father, commanded us. But it came to pass, when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up into the land, that he said, Come and let us go to Jerusalem for fear of the army of the Chaldeans and for fear of the army of the Syrian, uh, Syrians. So we dwelt at Jerusalem. Then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Will ye not receive instruction to hearken to my words, saith the Lord? Hmm. The word of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, that he commanded his sons not to drink wine, are performed. For unto this day they drink none, but obey their father's commandments. Notwithstanding, I have spoken unto you, rising early and speaking, but ye hearken not unto me. And I have sent also unto you all the servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, Return ye now every man from his evil way, and amend your doings, and go not after the other gods to serve them. And ye shall dwell in the land which I have given you and to your fathers, but ye have not inclined your ear nor hearken unto me. Because the son of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, have performed the commandment of their fathers, which he commanded them, but this people have not hearkened unto me. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring unto Judah and upon all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the evil that I have pronounced against them, because I have spoken unto them, but they have not heard. And I have called unto them, but they have not answered. And Jeremiah said unto the house of Rechabites, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Because ye have obeyed the commandments of Jonadab your father, and kept all his precepts, and done according unto all that he hath commanded you. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall not want a man to stand before me forever. Mm. Okay. Shall not stand before him. What does that sound like to you? Yeah, that sounds like doom. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> okay, let's move on to 36. And it came to pass in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of jo- jo- Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came 
unto Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Take thee a roll of a book, and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel, against Judah, and against all the nations from, from the day I spanked unto thee. For the day of Josiah, even unto this day, and it may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I propose to do unto them, that they may return every man from his evil ways, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sins. Now, that's, you know, <laughs> you have to laugh because, <laughs> yes, Lord, you have to laugh because this is today. People don't do things if it's not written out, if it's not written down. I got to see it first before I can do it. I got to hear it first. Really? <laughs> wow. Okay, so he's told them, he's sent people to them, you know. He's showed them by signs. They're still not paying attention. They're not hearing him. So now the Lord is sending it in writing. <laughs> then Jeremiah called, uh, called Barak, the son of Nira. And Barak wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord, which he had spanked unto him, upon a roll of a book. And Jeremiah commanded Barak, saying, I am, I am shut up. I cannot go into the house of the Lord. Therefore, go thou and read in the roll which thou hast written for my mouth the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day. Upon the fasting day. In other words, they will definitely hear it because it's on a fasting day. And what do we know about fasting day? Fasting day, if you want to hear what the Lord is saying loud and clear, fast. Don't eat nothing. Don't drink nothing. And you will hear him. <laughs> because there's nothing holding you. There's no anchor. So your, your spirit is in tune. Okay? <laughs> Okay, uh, let's get back to the word. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, let's go back to six. Therefore, go thou and read in the roll which thou hast written from my mouth the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day. And also thou shalt read them in the ears of all Judah that came out of their cities. It may be they will present their supplications before the Lord and will return everyone from his evil way. For great is the anger and the fury that the Lord hath pronounced against his people. And Barak, the son of, Neri of Neriah, did according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading in the book the words of the Lord in the Lord's house. And it came to pass in the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, that they proclaimed a fast before the Lord to all the people in Jerusalem. 
and to all the people that came from the cities of Judah unto Jerusalem. Then read Barak in the book the words of Jeremiah in the house of the Lord in the chambers of Jinarah, the son of Shaphan, the scribe, in the higher court at the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house in the ears of all the people. When Mitchka, the son of Jerah, the son of Shaphan, had heard out of the book all the words of the Lord, he then went down into the king's house, into the scribe's chamber, and lo, all the princes sat there, even Englishma, the scribe, and Deliah, the son of Shinema, Shemiah, and Elanath, the son of Akbar, and Jimara, the son of Shiphon, and Zedekah, the son of Hananiah, and all the princes. Then Mishra declared unto them all the words that he had heard when Barak read the book in the ears of the people. Therefore all the princes sent uh, all the princes sent Jehoda, the son of Nathia, the son of Shalmiah, the son of Cushi, unto Barak, saying, Take in thy hand the roll wherein thou hast read in the ears of the people, and come. So Barak, the son of Nerah, took the roll in his hand and came unto them. And they said unto him, Sit down now and read it in our ears. So Barak read it in their ears. Now it came to pass, when they had heard all the words, that they were afraid both one and another, and said unto Barak, We will surely tell the king of all these words. And they asked Barak, saying, Tell us now, how didst thou write all these words at his mouth? Then Barak answered them, I pronounced all these words unto me with his mouth, and I wrote them with ink in the book. Then said the princess unto Barak, Go hide thee, and thou, and Jeremiah, and let no man know where ye be. And they went in to the king and to the court. But they laid up the roll in the chamber, and the Englishma, the scribe, and told all the words in the ears of the king. So the king sent Jehuda to fetch the roll, and he took it out of Ishma, the scribe's chambers. And Jehuda read it in the ears of the king and in the ears of all the princes which stood beside the king. Now the king sat in the winter house in the ninth month, and there was a fire on the hearth burning before him. And it came to pass that when Jehuda, I'm sorry, Jehudi, had uh, read three or four leaves. He cut it with the penknife and cast it into fire. 
that was on the hearth until all the roll was consumed in the fire that was on the hearth. Yet they were not afraid, nor rent their garments, neither the king nor any of his servants that heard all these words. Nevertheless, Elinath and Delia and Jeremiah had more intercession to the king that he would not burn the roll, but he would not hear them. But the king commanded Jerem, uh, the king commanded Jeruamel, the son of Hamalek, and Syria, the son of Azarel, and Shilamah, the son of Abedal, to take Baruch, the scribe, and Jeremiah, the prophet. But the Lord hid them. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah after that, and the king had buried the roll, that the king had burned the roll, and the words which Barak, the words which Barak wrote at the mouth of Jeremiah, saying, Take me again another roll and write it all the former words that were in the first roll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, hath burned. And thou shalt say to Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Thou sayest the Lord, thou hast burned this roll, saying, Why hast thou written therein, saying, The king of Babylon shall certainly come and destroy this land, and shall cause to cease from thee men and beasts? Therefore, thus saith the Lord of Jehoiakim of Judah, he shall have none to sit upon the throne of David, and his dead body shall be cast out in the day to the heat and in the night to the frost. <laughs> and I will punish him and his seed and his servants for his inequity. Now notice the Lord is not leaving nothing, no stone unturned. Not only is he going to be punished, but his servants are going to be punished and his offspring is going, everybody affiliated with him. And this is how the Lord is. You think you're getting away. You're not. You're bringing doom upon you and your family and people who are around you that work for you. Come on now. <laughs> and I will punish him and his seed and his servants for their iniquities. And I will bring upon them and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem and upon the men of Judah all the evil that I have pronounced against them. But they hearken not. Then took Jeremiah another roll and gave it to Barak, the scribe, the son of Nera, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire. And there were added beside unto these many like words. Yeah. Not only is the Lord giving him one scroll. Now, mind you, the Lord had already sent wonders to him, showed him. He didn't, he didn't hearken, right? The Lord has sent his uh, prophets to him. He's not listening. Much like today, you know, people do not listen. They do not pay attention, all right? He's not paying attention and he is not listening. In his mind and his heart is set 
I'm not going to listen to this. This is poppycock. This is foolishness to me. So he burns the first roll. Okay. The Lord says, I'm going to give you another chance. Here's another roll. Okay. Let's see what happens. And King, this is chapter 37, verse 1. And King Zedekah, the son of uh, Josiah, reigned instead of Konah, the son of Jehoiakim, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, made king in the land of Judah. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land did hearken unto the word of the Lord, which he spanked by the prophet Jeremiah. And Zedekah the king sent Jehuqal, the son of Shalima, and Saphana, the son of Manasseh, the priest, to the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Pray now unto the Lord our God for us. <laughs> you a priest. Why are you going to the prophet telling him to pray for you? That that's that there, there you go. Check that. Check that, right? Now Jeremiah came in and went out among the people, for they had not put him into prison. Then Pharaoh's army was come forth out of Egypt, and when the Chaldeans that besieged Jerusalem heard the tidings of them, they departed from Jerusalem. Then came the word of the Lord unto the prophets Jeremiah, saying, now that was a warning. They were there, but they left because the Egyptian army had, was, uh, was present. <laughs> okay, that was only a warning. Now, let's see what happens. Then came the word of the Lord unto the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Thus shall ye say to the king of Judah, that sent you unto me to inquire of me. Behold, Pharaoh's army, which is come forth to help you, shall return to Egypt in their own land. <laughs> and the Chaldeans shall come again and fight against the city and take it and burn it with fire. Then saith the Lord, Deceive not yourselves, saying the Chaldeans shall surely depart from us, for they shall not depart. So, <laughs> and you see this today. Things happen and people go, oh, that, that, it, it, it happened, but it's over with. We're okay now. That is a warning. Hello. Something just happened recently. Everybody all over the world was affected. Do you not think that was a warning? Okay. How many of you would heed that warning? How many of you are paying attention? How many of you actually are hearing what the Lord is saying? How many of you are staying in your word and having a conversation with the Lord daily? Are you keeping in tune? Do you know what's coming next? <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Nine. Thus saith the Lord, Deceive not yourselves, saying, The Chaldeans shall surely depart from us, for they shall not depart. For thou, though ye have submit, smitten the whole army of the Chaldeans that fight against you, and there remains but wounded men among them, 
Yet shall they rise up every man in his tent and burn the city with fire. Why? Because the Lord has ordained it. It's already set in motion. Okay? And it came to pass that when the army of the Chaldeans was broken up from Jerusalem for fear of the Pharaoh's army, then Jeremiah went forth out of Jerusalem to go into the land of Benjamin to separate himself thence in the midst of the people. And when he was in the gate of Benjamin, a captain of the Lord was there, whose name was Irijah the son of Shemiah, the son of Hanadah. And he took Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Thou fallest away, thou fallest away to Chaldean, to the Chaldeans. Then said Jeremiah, It is false. I fall not away to the Chaldeans. But But <clears throat> he hearkened not to him. So Irajah took Jeremiah and brought him to the pr princes. Wherefore the princes were wroth with Jeremiah and smoked him and put him in prison in the house of Jophan, the scribe, for they had made that the prison. Now you took the scribe's house and made it into a prison. Wow, you smoked the prophet and you put him in prison because a false prophet told him the Chaldeans were going to take him out. <laughs> and he refused to hear you because he knows it's a lie. Okay, does this sound familiar today? <laughs> How many of you get prophesied from people that you know is a lie? And you tell them to their face that they're lying. And then they get mad and they want to, they want to, uh, you know, make you look bad. They want to hurt you any way they can. <laughs> Woo. All right. Let's move on to 16. When Jeremiah was entered into the, into the dungeon and into the cabins and Jeremiah had remained there many days then Siddiqui the king sent and took him out, and the king asked him secretly in his house and said, Is there any word from the Lord? Now, why would you secretly ask the, the prophet, Is there any word from the Lord? Yeah, okay. And Jeremiah said, There is, for saith he, Thou shalt be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon. Moreover, Jeremiah said unto the king of Siddiqui, what have I offended against thee or against thy servants or against this people that ye have put me in prison? Where are now your prophets which prophesied unto you, saying, The king of Babylon shall not come against you nor against this land? Therefore hear now, I pray thee, O my lord the king, let my supplication, I pray thee, be accepted before thee, and that thou cause me not to return to the house of Jonathan the scribe, lest I die there. Then Zedekah the king commanded that they should commit Jeremiah into the court of the prison, 
and that they should give him daily a piece of bread out of the baker's streets until all the bread in the city was spent. Thus Jeremiah remained in the courts of the prison. <laughs> this guy is just begging for it. <laughs> You're going to imprison the man of God. Okay. <laughs> and you know he's the man of God. If he didn't know he wasn't the man of God, he wouldn't have secretly, there's the key word, secretly had him come and visit him. Okay, so the king knows who he is. All right. So you're being disobedient to God, period. <laughs> then, uh, then Saphatia, the son of Metin, and Gidalah, the son of Pasher, and Jukal, the son of Shelemiah, and Pusha, the son of Melchah, heard the words that Jeremiah had spoken unto all the people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, He that remaineth in the city shall die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. But he that goeth forth to the Chaldeans shall live. Thus saith the Lord, This city shall surely be given into the hands of the king of Babylon's army, which shall take it. Therefore the prince saith unto the king, We beseech us thee, let this man be put to death, for thus he weakened the hands of the man of war that remaineth in the city, and the hands of all the people, and speaking such words unto them. For this man seeketh not the welfare of his people, but the hurt. Then Siddiqa the king said, Behold, he is in your hands, for the king is not he that can do anything against you. Then took they Jeremiah and cast him into the dungeon of Melchizedek, Melechiah, the son of Hamanach, that was in the court of the prison. And they let down Jeremiah with cords. And in the dungeon there was no water but, but mire. So Jeremiah sunk in the mire. Now, when Ebed, when uh, Ebed, uh, <laughs> When Ebedmelech, Ebedmelech, and Ithophina, one of the Enochs, which was in the king's house, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the dungeon, the king then sitting in the gate of Benjamin, Ebedmelech, um, went forth out of the king's house and spanked to the king, saying, My lord, the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah, the prophet, whom they have cast into the dungeon, and he is like to die from hunger in the place where he is, for there is no more bread in the city. Then the king commanded 
um Ebedmelech, the Ethiopian, saying, Take from hence thirty men with thee, and take up Jeremiah the prophet out of the dungeon before he die. So Ebedmelech took the men with him and went went to the house of the king under the treasures and took thence old cast cloths and old rotten rags and let them down by cords unto the dungeon to Jeremiah. And and Ebedimlech, the Ethiopian, said unto Jeremiah, Put now these old cast cloths and rotten rags under thy armholes, under the cords. And Jeremiah did so. So they drew up Jeremiah with the cords and took him up out of the dungeon. And Jeremiah remained in the courts of the prison. Now remember what I said before. When you do wrong, God will wipe out your entire family and everyone else that works with you. Handmaidens, maidens, right? People associated with you. He'll wipe you out. And this man, he's an Ethiopian. This is why Ethiopia is very important today. This man knew. He knows the laws. And he's not ready to die. Not that way. Not by the hands of the Lord. (laughs) So he got on that right away because he knows that the king knows that Jeremiah is a man of God. And you can't do that to him. (laughs) Smart guy, right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's move on. So, (laughs) 14. Then Sadiqah the king sent and took Jeremiah the prophet unto him into the third entry that is in the house of the Lord. And the king said unto Jeremiah, I will ask thee a thing. Hide nothing from me. Then Jeremiah said unto Sadiqah, If I declare it unto thee, will thou not surely put me to death? And if I give thee counsel, will thou not hearken unto me? So he's basically, are you going to kill me or are you going, are you going to save me? Because <laughs> Jeremiah's like, you've done everything else to me now. You put me down in a pit or you allowed them to put me in a pit. Okay, so 16. So uh, Sadiqa the king, swore secretly unto Jeremiah, saying, As the Lord liveth, that make us this soul. I will not put thee to death, neither will I give thee into the hands of these men that seek thy life. Then said Jeremiah unto Zedekah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, If thou wilt surely go forth into the king of Babylon, princes, then then thy soul shall live, and this city shall not be burned with fire, and thou shalt live in thine house. But if thou will not go forth to the king of Babylon's princes, then shall this city be given into the hands of the Chaldeans, and they shall burn it with fire, and thou shalt not 
escape out of their hands. And Sadiqah the king said unto Jeremiah, I am afraid of the I am afraid of the Hebrews that are fallen to the Chaldeans, lest they deliver me into their hands, and they've mocked me. But Jeremiah said, They should not deliver thee. Obey, I beseech thee, the voice of the Lord, which I spank unto thee, so I shall be well, so it shall be well with thee, and thy soul shall live. But if thou refuse to go forth, this is the word that the Lord hath shown me. And, be, <laughs> and behold, all the women that are left in the king of Judah's house shall be brought forth to the king of Babylon's princes. And those women shall say, Thy friend have set thee on and have prevailed against thee. Thy feet are sunk in mire, and they are turned away back. So they shall bring out all thy wives and thy children to the Chaldeans, and they shall not escape out of their hand, but shall be taken by the hand of the king of Babylon. And thou shalt cause the city to be burned with fire. Then said Sadiqah unto Jeremiah, let no man know of these words, and thou shalt not die. But if the princes hear that I have talked with thee, and they come unto thee and say unto thee, Declare unto us now what thou hast said unto the king. Hide it not from us, and we will not put thee to death. Also what the king said unto thee. Then thou shalt say unto them, I present my supplication before the king that he would not cause me to return to Jonathan's house to die there. Then came all the princes unto Jeremiah and asked him, and he told them according to all these words that the king had commanded. So they left off speaking with him, for the matter was not perceived. So Jeremiah abode in the court of the prison until the day that the Jerusalem was taken. And he was there when Jerusalem was taken. Okay. So let's move on to chapter 39. In the ninth year of Sadiqah, the king of Judah, in the tenth month came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and all his army against Jerusalem. And they besieged it. And in the eleventh year of Sadiqah, in the fourth month and the ninth day of the month. Now, we went over the months, the importance of the months. Um, if you guys want to check some of my earlier podcasts, you will find um, you will find that information, okay? Okay. And all the princes of the kings of Babylon came in and sat in the middle of the gate, even... Nergal Sherizar there. Nergal Sherizar, Samagad Nibal, Shazichim, Rab Saris, and Nergal Sherizar, Rab Meg with all the residue of the princes of the king of Babylon. 
Okay. Um, four. And it came to pass that when Sadiqah, the king of Judah, saw them and all the men of war, then they fled and went forth out of the city by night by the way of the king's gate. Wow. He didn't listen. Uh, by the king's gate betwixt the two walls and he went out the way of the plain but the Chaldean army pursued after them and overtook Sadiqah in the plains of Jericho and when they had taken him they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon to Riblah in the land of Hamath where he gave judgment upon him. And then the king of Babylon slew the sons of Sadiqah in Relah before his eyes. Also the king of Babylon slew all the, all the nobles of Judah. Moreover, he put out Sadiqah's eyes and bound him with chains to carry him to Babylon. And the Chaldeans burned the king's house and the houses of the people with fire and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. You see, he didn't listen after all of that, after the secret meeting, after the two writings, all the stuff that was, he just did not listen. Does that sound like people today? They are not listening. They just are, they they're not listening. They're completely not listening, not, not paying attention. And so what's going to happen to them is the same thing that happened to this man. He knew, he knew the minute he went out that gate and took off running that he was going to die. Everything, everyone around him was going to die. And everything that was foretold was going to come about. He couldn't say he didn't know because he knew Jeremiah was a true prophet. He knew what he was saying was true. He wouldn't have met him in secret if he hadn't. He wouldn't have given him special instructions as to what to tell the princes. So why would he turn around? Because he's a stiff-necked people. And that's what the Lord means by stiff-necked. You know, but you keep doing it anyway. Gosh. Okay, let's move on. Nine. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, carried away captive into Babylon the remnant of the people that remained in the city and those that fell away. The fall the fell that fell to him with the rest of the people that remained. But Nebuchadnezzar, but Nebuchadnezzar but Nebuzadian, the captain of the God, left of the poor of the people, which had nothing in the land of Judah, and gave them vineyards and fields at the same time. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, gave charge concerning Jeremiah to Nebuzadan, the captain of the God, saying, Take him. And look well to him, and do him no harm, but do unto him even as he shall say unto you. 
Now, here is the enemy. So this is, you know, this is ordained by God. Nebuchadnezzar is telling them to go into the prison and get Jeremiah out and don't touch him. Don't harm him. But do what Jeremiah tells you. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) All right, let's go. So 13. So (laughs) Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the God, sent and... Nebuzarban, Rabasaris, and Nagal Saraza, uh, Rabamag, and all the king of Babylon's princes. Even they sent and took Jeremiah out of the court of the prison and committed him unto Gitla, the son of Ahakin, the son of Shaphan that he should carry him home. So he dwelt among the people. Now, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah, whom he was shut up in the courts of the prison, saying, Go and spank to Abelak the Ethiopian saying, Thus save the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Behold, I will bring my words upon this city for evil and not for good, and they should be accomplished in that day before thee. But I will deliver thee in that day, saith the Lord, and thou shalt not be given into the hands of the men of whom thou art afraid. Now you see that. Do you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> You're the Ethiopian man went to the king to tell the king that they had done Jeremiah wrong and stuck him down into uh, the prison, which was down in the ground, basically with the mud. And the king knew that was wrong because the king knew that Jeremiah was a true prophet. So he he immediately told Ebner, go get him, go get him out of there right now. So because of what he did, the king the king went to captivity, but his servant did not. The Lord spared his servant, <laughs> the Enoch, the Egyptian, I mean, the Ethiopian. <laughs> See, that's what you call being smart. <laughs> that Ethiopian man knew. He's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. That's a man of God. You're not going to put that on me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Woo. Okay. <laughs> Let's read that again. But I will deliver thee in that day, saith the Lord, and thou shalt not be given into the hands of the men of whom thou art afraid. For I will surely deliver thee, and thou shalt not fall by the sword, <laughs> but by thy life shall be for a Pray unto thee, because thou hast put thy trust in me, saith the Lord. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. <laughs> People who know, know, and they know what to do. Praise God, praise God. <laughs> 
Okay, I think we got time for one more chapter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jeremiah 40. And the word, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord after that, <laughs> Nebuzadan, the captain of the God, had let him go from Ramah. When he had taken him, being bound in chains among all that were carried away, captives of Jerusalem and Judah, which were carried away captive unto Babylon. And the captain of the guard took Jeremiah and said unto him, The Lord thy God, <laughs> now mind you, Nebuchadnezzar, the Lord's been talking to Nebuchadnezzar because he sent him there, Okay. All right, so the captain of the guard, which is of Nebuchadnezzar's army, the Lord thy God, pronounce this evil upon this place. See? Now, the Lord hath brought it and down according as he hath said, because ye have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed his voices. Therefore, this thing is come upon you. Now, they're, they're telling the people. <laughs> the army that has come against them is telling them. <laughs> and now, behold, I lose thee this day from the chains which were upon thy hand. If... It seems good unto thee to come with me into Babylon. Come, and I will look well unto thee. But if it seem ill unto thee to come with me into Babylon, forbear, behold, all the land is before thee. Whether it seeth good and covenant and convenient for thee to go thither, go. Now, while he was not yet gone back, he said, Go back also to Gedaliah, the son of Ahakin, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon hath made governor over the cities of Judah, and dwell with him among the people. Or go wheresoever it seemeth convenient unto thee to go. So the captain of the guard gave him victuals and a reward and let him go. Then went Jeremiah unto Gedaliah, the son of Achim, Ahakim, to Mizpah, and dwelt with him among the people that were left in the land. Now these were the poor people. They didn't bother the poor people. It's always going to be poor people in the land. See? Rich people... No, they going into captivity. Poor people, they don't care nothing about them. You know. Now, when all the captains of the forces which were in the field, even they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah the son of Ahakan governor in the land, and had committed unto him men and women and children, and of the poor of the land, of them that were not carried away captive to Babylon. Then they came to Gedaliah to Mitzvah, even Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, and Johanna, and Jonathan, the son of Korea. And Sariah, the son of Tanhumeth, 
and the son of If If Ah, the Nephotite, Nephotite, and Jezaniah, the son of Mechathite, they and their men. And Gidelah, the son of Ahakan, the son of Saphon, swore unto them and to their men, saying, Fear not to serve the Chaldeans, dwell in the land, and serve the king of Babylon, and it shall be well with you. As for me, behold, I will dwell in Mitzvah to serve the Chaldeans, which will come unto us. But ye gather ye wine and summer fruits and oil, and put them in your vessels, and dwell in your cities that ye, ye have taken. Likewise, when all the Hebrews that were in Moab and among the Amorites and the Edomites and that were in all the countries heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant of Judah and that they had set over them Gideolah, the son of Achim, the son of Saphron. Even all the Hebrews returned out of all places, whether they were driven and came to the land of Judah to Gidelah unto Mitzvah and gathered wine and summer fruits very much. Moreover, Jonathan, Johathan, Johanan, excuse me, the son of Korah, and all the captains of the force that were in the fields came to Gidelah to Mitzvah. And said unto him, Doest thou certainly know that Balas, the king of the Amorites, has sent Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, to slay thee? But Gideolah, the son of Ahakan, believed them not. Then Johanna, the son of Korah, Spanked to Gideolah in Mitzvah secretly, saying, Let me go, I pray thee, and I will slay Ishmael, the son of Nahathanah, and no man shall know it. Wherefore shall he slay thee, that all the Hebrews which are gathered unto thee shall be scattered, and the remnant in Judah perish? But Gidlah, the son of Achanah, said unto Johanna, the son of Korah, Thou shalt not do this thing, for thou speak falsely of Ishmael. Okay, so we're going to stop there. A pot is brewing, but we're going to stop there. Um, I pray that you um, all tune in tomorrow. Uh, this is Minister Macmillan. Um, if you would like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at macmillan75 at gmail.com or anchor FM's right slash Linda dash Macmillan 9. Those of you who want to donate or sponsor, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Uh, feel free to punch on whichever one you're interested in. Again, thank you for joining our program, everyone. We appreciate 
you tuning in. We also appreciate your donations and your sponsorships and those of you who have already uh, written us or have left messages. Thank you. We appreciate all your help. Okay, Uh, let's bow our heads and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this word. And we thank you, Almighty God, for leading us and helping us to understand this word and to utilize it in our lives today. Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, this is Minister McMahon. Thank you for tuning in today. Have a blessed evening and good night.